1: What's good, my people? Welcome into Buckets, Action Network's daily NBA betting podcast. We're in a workshop Wednesday. NBA slate AC is off for the evening, dealing with the kids. But Jay Money and I, Sean Little, are going to hold it down. We are presented by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Go download the Action Network app. Everything you need to know about everything is in there. Baseball has started. Spring training, regular season's on the way. Tons of guys putting in caps for baseball of course the nba is rolling we got you covered on that side the playoffs are around the corner go download the action network app you know how we do we get you to play we get you to cap we get you guys out of here j money is money what are you looking at for the best bet on the wednesday nba slate i am looking at the pacers minus four and a half let's go pacers i'm taking the bulls plus four and a half and the dallas mavericks minus two and a half over at bet mgm All right, J Money is money. We almost recorded the pod before we hopped on because we were talking about the games we were already (laughs) looking at. I'm like, let's hit record on this before we record the pod, before we record the pod. Oh, and one other thing. My condolences if you had Mavs money line yesterday. Mm -hmm. I've been there. Hold your head. Bounce back. Come back stronger. And congratulations if you had the Cavs on a money line and cashed it in a very – electric fashion via the Struce half quarter all right j money is money the pacers right before we went on it was minus five as we record this on tuesday night it then went down to four and a half that's
2: where you locked it in talk to me about uh this matchup here for the pacers Yeah, so if you guys follow me on the Action Network app, I did hop on the opener in this one for FanDuel at minus four. I went down to four and a half at a book right before the show. So we'll go official at four and a half. But I just want to backtrack real quick. If you're taking the points with the team, you can be greedy and take the money line or you can just take that insurance with the points. Something I always like to do. I don't care if you give me a point and a half. I'm always going to take the points. I might sprinkle on the money line or split up the bet, but I'm always taking insurance. I just want to say that for the people because we're always trying to teach people how to fit. Not just give them the fish, but teach them how to fish long term. But I'm on the Pacers in this one. These are spots in the NBA that I take almost every single time. The Pacers have the risk advantage. First off, when we can look at the Pacers, this is their fourth straight home game. They're coming off a bad loss to the Toronto Raptors as well. They hadn't been on the road so far since the All-Star break. So they're in the friendly confines at the house. They love bouncing back off of wins as well. They hadn't lost back-to-back wins since February 2nd um, as well. And they're not about to lose back-to-back this time around. This is a duplicate spot. They play the Pelicans in the next game on the road, and that's probably the game that the Pelicans are going to get, but they're not going to get this one, in my opinion. This is a back-to-back third game in four nights, fourth game in six nights, fifth game in seven nights for the New Orleans Pelicans in this one. Wouldn't be a bit surprised if you saw a guy or two out for the Pelicans, but I don't care. Everybody can play. I think these guys are going to be running on fumes here. It's a simple cap for me. Fifth game in seven nights for the Pelicans back-to-back, road, roll, road, back-to-back. Pacers are probably not the team that you'd like to play on a back-to-back especially fifth game and seven nights with the way that they run and gun up and down the floor. I like the Pelicans team. I love how they play defense, but I think the Pacers run them off the floor in this one. So I will lay the points with the Indiana Pacers in this game. Boom, baby.
1: Yeah. And of course, Zion potentially. Let me give you a little insight of what I saw because the Pelicans were at the Garden tonight. Coming into the game, Zion Williamson and CJ McCollum are both questionable on the injury report. And to give you a little little insight from just being in the betting industry and the NBA industry, and you know this, Jay, as well, anytime, typically, on the front end of a back-to-back, they'll put guys on the report as questionable because it almost gives them flexibility for the second night of the back-to-back to to say, hey, he was questionable yesterday, but he went, and he's going to sit this side. It's almost like a little precursor of what potentially may happen. So, I'm at the garden. I'm courtside. I'm watching warmups. CJ McCollum goes through a full workout. Left ankle looked amazing. He was actually doing live one-on-one drills with Corey Brewer. He looked good to me. He looked like he could have went if he wanted to. I don't know the details on that, of course, but with my own eyes, I'm watching him work. The left ankle wasn't extra wrapped. There wasn't a brace or anything like that. He looked like he could have went. He was going hard on -on one-on-one drills, but he ends up sitting. Zion ends up going. He hadn't played at the Garden since 2021. That was a big talking point. He wanted to play in the Garden coming into the game. He plays. CJ sits. I wouldn't be shocked if we saw McCollum play tomorrow in Indianapolis and then see Zion sit on the back-to-back. Stay tuned there. Either way, the type of play and the type of ball that Indiana plays isn't the best matchup for New Orleans who wants to slow you down, beat you up. And then especially if we're going to have Zion Williamson be the primary ball handler He's not going to be able to keep up with Tyrese and the rest of those guys when they get out on the open floor. So I agree with you, Jay. I like the Indiana Pacers laying the points here. Of course, check the injury report. Make sure you see who's rocking there. But, yeah, I was there. Zion coming in questionable. It was a lot of rumblings that they both weren't going to go. Then it completely flipped. They both were going to go. And then anytime you see a guy going super hard in warm-ups like that, he's not going, but he's almost letting you know, like, yeah, I'm good. But mm-hmm. –
2: CJ's coming back for his game for sure. Yeah,
1: I plan on seeing CJ tomorrow. Against, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> against the Indiana Pacers out in Indianapolis. All right. Me and Jay are looking at all three of these games that we're talking about have teams involved in a back-to-back. I'm going to go with the Bulls plus four and a half versus the Cavs who are coming off that miracle W that we just talked about a second ago against the Mavericks. Now – Both the Cavs and the Bulls are on a back-to-back, but Bulls have no travel. As we record this, the Bulls are in a dogfight with the Pistons. It was funny, Jay. I thought about you. I was like, I wish we were recording yesterday because I would have been all over the Pistons. That shit that happened in the Garden, they get to suit up the very next night against a suspect Bulls team. They could have played a really, really good basketball team. They didn't end up playing a good basketball team at all. Short travel from New York to Chicago. And Jay is giving me the grin, like that's a ticket that he had printed and has in his pocket. <laughs> but I thought about that and I was like, yeah, if this was a spot to be on the Pistons with how pissed off Monty Williams was after that Knicks game. This would be it. And they have a real good chance to, to get a W there against Chicago. Now, I like Chicago even more if they lose this game to the Pistons. But we're going to finish recording before that. But keep that in mind if you're thinking about tailing this play. Bulls. As home underdogs this year, seven four and one against the spread. That's what they'll be in this spot versus the Cavs. Cavs three five and one against the spread on back to backs this year. I wouldn't be mad at you if you wanted to take the first half instead of full game in this spot for the Bulls. But this is a, a letdown spot and mm-hmm. uh, potentially a bounce back spot depending on what happens here with the Pistons for the Bulls, who are just a completely different and a lot better basketball team in Chicago. So I'll take the four and a half on a letdown spot and potentially a bounce back spot here for the Chicago Bulls as the Pistons go up seven with 450 left in the fourth quarter. So I like the spot for the Bulls plus four and a half. Any thoughts on the Pistons on that bounce back spot so we can uh, talk about that spot, how you felt coming into the game, and then talk to me about the Cavs going into Chicago on a back-to-back on travel with me taking a point to the Bulls.
2: Yeah, the people that listen to the buckets, they know I was on the Pistons. We took the Pistons plus 12 last night. I even gave it out earlier today on Green Dot Daily as well on uh, plus 11. We're all over the Pistons there, just hoping to do it. I don't really like to talk about the games before they're over. I just want to wait until the final score and then I'll celebrate. But regardless of that, I mean, this is also a fade spot for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, first off, they've won seven straight matchups versus the Chicago Bulls. So you got seven times revenge right here. You also get a triple revenge from this year. The Cavs have beaten them all three times this year. The most recent time, the Bulls were kind of showing that they were teetering on a win versus this team. They covered, lost by three points. as 9.00 $9. underdogs. But let's look at this. Hopefully, if the Bulls do lose versus the Pistons, it's going to make it even better for this game. That was part of the cap as well. It might be a little bit of a look ahead, but the Cavs are coming off a big game winner, Max Strews, from like 59, 60 feet away from the basket, like past half court. He switched that thing too, Sean. It was crazy. Yeah. But this is actually a horrible spot for the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they're laying points here. This is third back to back, third game in four nights, fourth game in six nights, fifth game in seven nights for the Cavaliers in their land points on the road. I don't agree with. it. I think the Bulls, as the home underdog, is the spot here, and I might just have to tell you. I mean, I I just I always take a team that's in fifth game in seven nights back to back. Just some I'm going to take every single time. So I'll probably find myself on the Bulls right there with you there, Sean.
1: This podcast is proudly presented by BetMGM. Use bonus code ACTION when signing up to get up to $158 in bonus bets when you bet $5. For new users in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm also going to take the Dallas Mavericks against the Toronto Raptors land two and a half. I think the Toronto Raptors are one of the worst teams in basketball. I think they're one of the worst coach teams in basketball. And I don't plan on Luca and the Dallas Mavericks losing three in a row. Now they lost at Indy on Sunday. Then they lost that thriller in Cleveland that we just talked about a bunch. Now they have a little sandwich spot because they play Toronto tomorrow, and then on Friday, nationally televised game against Boston. This is typically a sleepy type of spot that I would avoid, but they've lost two in a row. They're going to try to pick up a win before they go out to Boston and take on the Celtics in TD Garden, which is going to be one of the biggest matchups of this back half as like a measuring stick type of game. So I expect Luca to have another massive game against Toronto. Nobody will be able to slow that dude up, and I don't expect them to lose three straight. I'll lay the two and a half with the Mavs in a bounce back spot before they head in to play Boston.
2: Yeah, this is a bounce back J spot for me. I lean towards the Mavs here as well. And I was watching that game versus the Cavs, kind of hoping that they would lose. Now, I know it looked like they were about to win with two seconds left. Then Struce hits the game with a shot. The Mavs still cover the spread, but they do lose outright. So that still gives them motivation to win this game. You can't be... Fucking around over there in the Western Conference, like losing a bunch of games, especially not when you're trying to play yourself out of the play in tournament. Obviously, you'd like to even get a top four seed if possible. So, there's a dogfight over there in the Western Conference. Basically, every night, these guys are in must win mode. I don't think that the Raptors are one of the worst teams in the NBA. I wouldn't go that far, but I don't think that they're good. Like, if that makes sense, they've won three straight games. The coach said that he was going to treat the team to a dinner if they won three straight games. So, they did that. They had like a nice little celebration. You know, I'd be on all this, Sean. I'd be on. all all the little intangibles, man, so probably coming off a little, you know, go to dinner, you know what, I'll take a couple of glasses of wine, if you don't mind, I'll take a couple of drinks (laughs) um, if you don't mind, but Raptors are playing well right now, but I I just don't think they're on the level of the Mavs here, as long as everybody plays for the Mavs, talking about Luca, Kyrie, Lively, the rest of the guys, they're a much deeper team here, they have the size, they can compete with the Raptors as well, I know the Raptors have been winning lately, but they hadn't went up against a team like the Dallas Mavs, they beat the Nets, the Hawks, and the Pacers, and the Pacers in the letdown spot as well. So this is a Mavs spot through and through. I know they got the Celtics on deck, but you just can't really be looking ahead past any teams when you're in the Western Conference and you're coming off back-to-back losses. So it is a back-to-back third game in four nights, but the Mavs are the better team here, and I expect them to get it done. I I feel like these are the right sides um, tomorrow.
1: Yeah, and Tim Hardaway coming off a a tough game. He only had four points in that game against Cleveland. I know Luca and Kyrie were both 30-plus and going crazy. Luca had 40-plus, but... They're gonna need a little more from Tim Hardaway Jr. coming down the stretch here. And yes, Jay, I agree with you. They're not. They're in that second, that second tier <laughs> of pitiful squads. So they're 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 in there with Memphis and Brooklyn and uh, not
2: necessarily the Wizards. No, nah, they're better than those teams. Poor, they're really yeah. right. They could actually make the play in tournament. I think overall, like I mean, these guys got Grady Dick coming off the bench, like playing a ton of minutes. Like, what are we doing here, man? And Pirtle as well It's questionable. If he's out and everybody plays for the Mavs, I'll, I'll have to be on the Mavs here. Yeah, I man, Grady went 4 for 4 from 3.
1: Stop oh, it. Like, nah, Come on, Stop man. It. Stop <laughs> yeah. it. Grady might have found his stroke. Nah,
2: nah.
1: <laughs> you get me. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> you know, you never know.
2: <laughs> nah, bro. guys. I'm not going to say, I mean, he's an NBA player, but like, Come on, bro. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not scared of Grady D. Let's just put yes, it that way. I'm not, fact. he doesn't put any fear into me as far as betting against the Raptors. So uh, please start him, let him play all 48 minutes. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Say less. And I, I will say this. I haven't got there yet. I haven't printed it
1: yet. I just gave you my two officials, the three official, including Jays, Pacers play. I do lean Kings plus seven and a half. I think that's hefty. The Kings have been getting a lot of flack the last couple days about not being able to, to keep up and they're a fraud and no one can figure them out. I think seven and a half may be a little heavy, but also Denver has been cruising. They've been locked in. And of course they're in Denver, the best home court advantage in the NBA. And that's where they take care of business at. But if you need some more action for whatever reason, I do lean Sacramento Kings plus the seven and the hook eight. In I some wouldn't spots take the Kings.
2: As we record Yeah, you wouldn't take the Kings.
1: You talk, me off, talk Kings. me off
2: my lean. Why, why not? Don't mind if I do. The Kings have beaten the Nuggets all three times this season. So you get a triple revenge spot for the Nuggets. They're at the house. This is where they play their best basketball. And you got De'Aaron Fox pop up on the injury report as well with a knee contusion. They know that they're getting blown out here. Um, I think the Nuggets win this game by double dish. Lately, I've been kind of just like shooting my shot with all of these spots. The Nuggets are a system play for sure. It's kind of just like you, like you kind of back the system and you got to trust it over time. It's not going to win every single time. But I wouldn't go anywhere near the Sacramento Kings in this game. Okay, well, there you go. My my guy, Jay Money, talked me off my lean. So we're going
1: to go with the officials. And here's the official recap. Jay Money is money's on the Pacers, minus four and a half. I am on the Bulls, plus four and a half. And the Mavericks, minus two and a half. As always, keep your eye on the injury report throughout the day, every hour. Make sure you check it if you're thinking about putting in a play, because people jump on, people come off hourly. So always, always want to know who's going to be on the floor before you print some tickets. 4J Money is Money. I am your host, Sean Little. We are back tomorrow with AC. The whole crew will be back. Let's cash some tickets and don't forget it. Get buckets, baby. We'll see y'all tomorrow.
0: Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly.